0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and you're very welcome on this very, very scary night. Yes, folks, it is Halloween night. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo, as they say on this Sunday, 31st of October. Hope you keep well. Any crack with yourself? Were you out and about tonight? Did you put on a mask or a costume? Did you get your face painted? Did you put on a nice pair of pants that you might not have worn before? And you try to become a character that you may or may not have seen on television or the internet or wherever it is you browse for stuff. And I, speaking of browsing recently, I was browsing on the internet and I seen a couple of different costumes that I was massively, massively into. And I'll tell you, two of them that I was into was... One of them was your man from Channel 5 News, Andrew Callahan. A lot of people got dressed up as him and I was thinking to myself, geez, that's a great costume. And another one was, I forget the one. Oh, it was, um, I seen a fella, right, dressed up as Don Otello from the Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was the purple one, I believe. And I saw a few people dressed up as the Turtles and it just they had the whole body suit, you know, big muscular turtle bodies on them. I just thought it was amazing, so... Um, Big congrats to everyone that got dressed up out there. Why am I talking like this? I do not know. But I um, have a few things to talk about in today's podcast. This podcast, by the way, is going to be talking about cats and what we think of those guys. Do we like cats? Are they better than dogs? Are they worse than dogs? Are they in the top three animals to live with? Or where do they stand? We're going to talk about that. also. also, um, a couple of, well, one scary story, actually. I wanted to really start off with a scary story about um, a time long time ago, uh, it was in and around the Clare Morris area, now I won't give any more information away, but basically myself, my brother and two of my cousins, we used to go like exploring and we'd be walking across fields and we'd be climbing ditches and climbing over walls and going into old abandoned houses just to have a look around and to see what was in there and one time around Halloween, anyways, we, my parents were like, you go off there and you do something. Go away. We're staying inside the house smoking cigarettes, drinking warm, cams, warm cans of Smithicks. So, piss off. So, back in them days, you see, in the 90s, you'd be going out for fucking... Oh, you'd be gone for days before your parents would even notice. Nowadays, you know, people are a bit more concerned. Naturally, now, for the internet, It'd be scaring the fucking living bejesus out of you. But... Back in them days, you could be gone for up to seven or eight hours, and your parents wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't care. And another thing, as well as they couldn't get in touch with you, which was even better again. So you could be gone, and even if they were looking for you, they've nowhere to get in touch with you. you got they've got to wait till you come back. There was no phones. There was no well, there was letters, but sure you wouldn't get a letter. Um, but anyways, we um we decided we'd head off. Anyways, on on our Explorations, and we were hopping over bogs, and I was always the slowest in the group because I was the youngest. I was still am, about five or six years younger than the lads, so I was kind of like, you know, sort of. I don't want to say the mascot, and I, but it was almost like the kind of fella that, you know, if there was a wire there, for example, we and we wanted to see if the wire was electric, I'd be the one that'd have to touch the wire, and there was a couple of times where I touched the wire, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's electric that's an electric wire lads so then we'd all know to hop over the wire and anyways we were going through different fields and roads and we got to a point where we'd been walking and walking and walking for about four five hours so i hadn't a clue where we were wasn't close to home at all i didn't even bother asking the lads for fear they might say to me fuck it why are you wondering where we are so i didn't even bother asking and we came upon this two-story abandoned house it was, a, it was a big house and it had a big shed outside of it, but it was completely abandoned. The windows downstairs were broken in. There was stuff thrown everywhere on the inside of the house. We went over and we started looking in the window, you know, thinking we might see something. So we were looking in the window and we didn't see anything. We went out to the sheds and it was just rusty old tractors that appeared to have been there for a very long time, to the point where this place looked like no one had been near it for the last at least, I would say, 30 years. So we were looking around anyways and we found this massive ladder in the, the shed and we said, oh, what if we try to see if one of the top windows are open in the house, right? So, anyways, we got the ladder, put it against the wall. Slowly but surely, one by one, we climbed up the ladder. Anyways, the window in one of the rooms upstairs was was, op- was open, right? So we pulled open the window anyways and we, we went inside. and Lo and behold, it was this old room with the cupboard there in the corner and you know there, there was like floorboards that were creaking and there was cobwebs everywhere and there was a stink in the place and we were like oh no lights on nothing very dark but we got in there was we walked into another room and another room and upstairs was just like this huge abandoned place that feels like it'd be just locked in time right we go downstairs and always have a look around it's just stuff that's been there for god knows how long and this place looks like it's just Absolutely done, right? Go upstairs again, anyways, and all you hear outside is a there's something like a motorbike or something outside. And because I'm the youngest, right, I'm the last to get out of the house. So we all run upstairs quickly. Okay, get out, we hop out of the ladder, right? Go down, and I'm the last one trying to climb out this window to hop onto this ladder, and all I hear is footsteps coming up the stairs this person's already in the house and I'm like shit get me out of here hop onto the ladder slide down the ladder burn me hands calluses all over my hands I tell you what they were absolutely flaming with the heat and I run and I run and I run and I run and I'm the youngest by the way small lad and I just go so fast that they're like fucking hell will you slow down and we go hiding we're hiding now in a bush right and we look over And there's this young fellow with a leather jacket on and he's kind of looking over and he's like trying to look around to see what's going on, right? He's just like this tough dude. He's got long hair. He looks a bit like meatloaf. And he's kind of walking towards us. So we're kind of hiding down a bush and he comes right up close to us. He can't see us, but he's looking out for us. He can kind of smell us, you know, and he can't see us, but he can smell us. And I'm trying to hold in farts, by the way, as well, because along this journey, I had been eating really spicy Monster Munch crisps, which are lovely crisps, you know, but um, I was trying to hold in these farts, hot farts, as my cousins were, we'd been fin- we'd been eating crisps along the way. And we held in the farts, your man walked away, we start sauntering home, he turns around, he hears us, he goes, hey, runs towards us, we start absolutely pelting it like four Usain Bolts down the banks of this bog hopping ditches running 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 right he comes up to us he corners us in a jeep he's driving a jeep now right he's drove ahead and he's cornered us and we're like listen sorry man sorry sorry about that now and he comes over to us and he goes no no we just one of you forgot your your uh wallet and he hands us a wallet right look inside i said there's nothing in this wallet and he goes yeah but i've got a gift for you and he throws a side headbutt. And he throws this absolute fucking pinner of a headbutt. Headbutts my cousin, right? Right in the chin. And he's like, ah, oh, shit, my chin. And then my other cousin jumps in right now. The two of them are wrestling. And I'm like, go on, lads. Go on, lads. Go on, lads. Give it a stick. Go on, boys. Go on, boys. The two lads get annoyed. They're like, would you fucking stop shouting? We're trying to wrestle. I was like, all right, let's go for whatever. And they wrestle again. This guy in the leather jacket. My cousin gets knocked out. Now it's him versus me and my brother, I tag him in, my brother's a big guy, they start fighting, my brother gets on top of him, wrestles him to the ground, but your man spins around, throws off the leather jacket, covers my brother's face, two elbows to the chin and he's gone down, now it's just me and him, he's looking at me going, do you want a piece of the action? I say, I don't know if I do, I'm kind of quite young and then as I'm talking, boom, 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 three body shots to the lower ribs, he goes down, he starts crying, guess who wins? Guess who wins? Okay, the last bit of that story didn't happen, but you know, there was a part there of the story at the end where I did piss myself. Don't want to talk about that part if you don't mind. Gonna leave it out of but that was around Halloween. And it's a memory that is probably my most scariest memory in the world, or definitely one of the top three. And of course the reason why I'm talking about scary memories is because Halloween is right now. It's apparently an Irish tradition that was brought over to America. Originally started off with turnips, you'd cut the turnips, you cut the eyes in a turnip, leave them in your window, and people were like, That's scary. And then the Americans said, That's a great idea. Now we're gonna monetize the shit out of it. That's why around this time you play you'll pay about five euro for a pumpkin, or if you're in America, I'd imagine you could pay up to twenty. Depends on the size, you know, really. But what you'll notice now is come tomorrow. Tomorrow is the perfect time to get out there and buy yourself next year's pumpkins you'll save a fortune the only thing is you got to freeze them because if you let them go too long they get all soft on the face no more than myself if i keep talking shite tonight um tonight i also want to talk about cats and what you guys think about cats um well i used to have a cat years and years ago in fact in my whole life i would say i've been the owner even though that's not really a right way to say it because if i'm cleaning up their shit and i am feeding them really do i own them or do they own me you know when you think about it, with the cat especially, who's a semi-domesticated beast that comes into the house when when it wants to, when it suits them. But then when the going gets tough and things, you know, you might need a bit of help around the house. Where's the cat? He's gone. He doesn't care. He's off gallivanting, off chasing ra- rabbits or sorry, rats or whatever, mice or snails. God knows what they'll be at outside. But I had a cat years ago, his name was Rusty, a beautiful fella, Rusty coloured cat, which apparently they say is got they have the closest bloodline to the Egyptian cats that you would have seen there maybe in the on the internet or somewhere like that. But um I had this cat called Rusty and he was semi he was semi mental and semi kinda, you know, sound. It depends on the day you get him. Some days he'd be lovely. He'd come up to you, he'd sit on your lap, he'd rub against you, you know, I'd be like, oh this is a lovely pet Other days then he'd try and claw the absolute face off, rip you to shreds, piss on you, you know, just give you real attitude. So it depends really on the day you got him. But there was a fair old period of time there one summer in maybe the late 90s where we got on really well. You know, we spent a lot of days together hanging out. The weather was really good. Um, And, you know, things were just looking up for this relationship between me and the cat that's called Rusty. But anyways one day i remember it was coming into september october time i think and i came home from school and i remember looking for the cat because I, I brought home a, a little sandwich for the cat like a ham and cheese and a bit of coleslaw sandwich which was my favorite sandwich well the cat's favorite sandwich i should say but i decided to bring home a little bit and i said to, to my father said, you, have you seen rusty and he goes no no i haven't seen rusty no And i said all oh, right and then the next day have you seen the cat he goes no i haven't seen the cat no and then again next day and by friday the following week i was like the cats this cat's i don't know where he is you know so i said to dad have you seen have you seen rusty and he goes oh he's gone and i was like what he's gone he goes yeah he's gone what do you mean gone what's changed in the last week dad tell me where's the cat gone he goes oh i think he might have run away what what's changed around here that's made him run away i don't know so I knew he was lying to me and I decided to do my own bit of research and I sort of scoured or scanned the field I should say and lo and behold I found the poor old cat in a drum of water that's for feeding the old the cows and that was the end of the cat's days and it, was, and it was a sad time really because something happens cats when they when they pass on to the next realm. I believe their body gets filled with some sort of it's like a lactic acid or something it kind of makes their body kind of you know sort of freeze up so when I looked into the water the cat was there and frozen in time almost and it was a very sad time and I really really I love that cat I still have pictures of that cat in the house and um, you know I me think the other day I saw a couple of cats there as I was driving through town and I thought the difference between town cats and country cats is quite different and it's the same thing as well when it comes to uh, dogs like you, know, you might get a dog in a city well-trained, relaxed, comfortable, smells great, makes really small poos. And, you know, that's that's the life he has, that's the life he wants, that's great. Wears jackets as well. So they're really pampered, a lot of these dogs. And also, you know, um, people in the city, they tend to you take a little bag, clean up the dog poo, and that's great, put it into a dog bin, and then someone comes along and takes all the dog shite and just throws it into another skip. And then that skip is brought onto a bigger skip, And then it's just a massive skip of shit. But it's only city dog shit because the country dogs, they don't really do that. They just tend to just shit there. And people look at that and go, oh, that's a big shit. Or it's a small shit and just walk away. And the reason why I believe people in the countryside don't tend to, I suppose, clean up after their dog poo is because it's like, yeah, that's that's going to be grand there, to be honest. Because, you know, God knows what other animal will come along and just. Either eat it or it'll disintegrate or the rain will take it away. Nobody cares about poo in the countryside. Um, but anyways, back to the cats. My latest cat that I had, I think I might have mentioned this before as well. Uh, the cat's name was Chico. And uh, the reason why we called it Chico is because that was the only word me and my friend and my other friend knew in Spanish. And by the way, I went, I went thirds on a cat with... Uh, well, you know, I could say halves, actually, because I got it with another fella. Basically, we went to, we went on to Dundee and we were looking for cats that day and we typed in cats. And anyways, this Polish fella had a cat for sale, 15 quid. So I called him up and I said, do you have a cat? He goes, yes. And he goes, I'll bring the cat over to you later on today. So I came over anyways and I gave him the 15 quid. And I just wanted to quiz him up a small bit. So I said to him, sorry, do you mind telling me uh, why you're getting rid of the cat? And he goes to me, I don't need cat and I thought to myself, what are you trying to insinuate there, mate? That I need this cat. Because I don't need this cat. I brought this cat into the into my life just to cheer myself and my friend up. We're not working at the moment. We're just, you know, this was during a period where um, I was living in swords there in Dublin. And I remember I was promised work for like months and months and months. And it never came through. And uh, I remember like God, Jesus Christ. And I was eating wedges every day. And I was eating... Um, what else was I eating? I was eating. Well, I was eating great at the time, but um, I remember, you know, kind of thinking, jeez I need something to bring up the mood." And I was playing FIFA ninety eight online all the time. Not sorry, FIFA two thousand and eighteen. It was all the time, um, and or maybe sorry, excuse me. No, it wasn't FIFA twenty eighteen. It was FIFA twenty fourteen. I think. Yeah, or maybe twenty sixteen, but I think it was twenty fourteen. And it was one of the first times I'd ever been streaming online with with players from around the world. And it was mostly kids. And I could get pretty good. I was pretty good back in the day. But I could never seem to beat some of these American kids when it came to FIFA. And I used to, oh, I used to get so mad. Home there eating, eating, you know, me food and, you know, having maybe a cup of tea. And I'd be getting beaten then by these kids across the world. I'd be just raging. So that was one of the reasons why I got this cat Chico with my friend. And, um... We had that cat for such a long time, but then obviously we all had to move locations because, you know, rent prices and all that stuff changed. And I remember my friend took the cat to Monaghan. So the cat lives there in Monaghan. And I've gone to visit him many times since. But lovely fella. But I will say this. uh, Cats, I don't know, can you trust them 100%? There was a time where um, the cat... See, what happened was, right, I moved to a different part of Dublin. My other friend moved to a different part of Dublin, so now the cat was moving with one of my friends and his partner, right, and they were moving to a different house, so basically the cat had moved, so then one time I had to go, I I wanted, I called my friend and said do you mind if I spend a week with the cat, you go off on holiday, I look after the cat for a week, so I said, he said no problem, so I went over and I looked after the cat for a week and we got on great, you know, we'd... Wake up the same time every day. We'd have this. We'd eat the same time. We'd hang out together. He'd go for his evening walks, and I might go for a walk somewhere. And but inevitably, we'd always come back the same time every evening, and we'd watch a bit of football on the TV. It was the Euros. I think it was twenty sixteen, then maybe if if it was the Euros. But I remember. I think it was in France at the time. But anyways, one particular time, there was a game on, and it was a great game. You know, I, I forget who was playing. I think it was. It could have been Holland and Spain, possibly. It was around the time, I think, where Brazil... No, you know, I think it was the World Cup, because I think Brazil were beaten easily. No, was it Brazil? No, you know what it was. It was the Euros. Yes, excuse me, sorry. It was the Euros, and I think Holland and Van Piercy scored like a diving header goal. If you're a football fan, you know what I'm talking about. But um, anyways, there was one day where I said, you know what, I'm going to walk up to the shop. And I'm going to buy myself a couple of cans for the game tonight. I'll chill out, have a nice dinner for myself, and maybe four cans, right? So the cat went out for a walk. I went up to the shop. The shop was closed. So I said, no, no problem. I walked down to the shopping centre. This is out in Dundrum there in Dublin. I'll walk out there, get myself a few cans. So I walked all the way down there anyways, and got myself four cans, a bit of chocolate. And I was walking back home anyways. And lo and behold, in the field was Chico, the cat, standing there in the middle of a field, Right? And I looked out to the cat and I was like, Chico, Chico, come here, come here, Chico, come here, come here, buddy, come on. And I was calling Chico, but he was looking straight at me, but he wouldn't move. I was like, Chico, Chico, come here. Psst, 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 come on, come on. Psst, psst. I got some treats and I had some treats and everything for Chico, like food and some milk and oh, just stuff a cat would love. There was like sardines. Oh my God, myself and himself were going to have a great night of it. And I was calling him, going, come on. Psst, psst, and he would not budge for love nor money this fella walked past and he goes ah thinking that my cat was going to come over to me and I said to him that's my cat and he goes oh yeah and I go Chico there and Chico the cat just stood there looking at me and this fella and the more I called the cat and the less the cat moved and he didn't move at all by the way the the less the fella believed in me and he was looking at me going that's not your cat why are you just here like a dirty creep Buying cat food for some random cat. What are you trying to do? Bring this cat to a home that doesn't belong to him. You're trying to steal this cat. That's the feeling I got from this fella. And I was like, Chico, come here, come here, come here. And Chico just runs away the other way. And the guy walks off as if to say, I haven't believe. I don't believe that that's your cat. You're a fucking liar. You know. So straight away, there was never a chance that me and that person could ever become friends. Right. So that was the first thing that annoyed me about Chico. Second thing was. As I said, I had treats in the bag for this young cat and I wanted to really make a night of it. And now he's after making a fool of me. And it just proves that even when you're a nice person, sometimes people will walk all over you. Got home that evening anyways, watching a game. I believe it was Germany and I want to say, we'll say Iceland, but I forget who it was. And anyways, the cat comes back. Meow, 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 meow you all you want. You're not getting any of this food starts rubbing up in my lap and chilling out, watching the game. You know, tickling his belly. Okay, get your sardines then. It took a while, and I was to get back in the good books, but you know. Then obviously, as I said, we I moved away from the cat, and the cat moved to Monaghan, and I moved back to Mayo. I see the cat very rarely now, but uh, I miss him something awful. But that's all I'm saying about cats. And I do. You trust cats? Do you like them yourself? One of the reasons I was thinking why we don't trust cats is because we know what tigers and lions are like when you think about it. When you think about that size of a feline and the power that they have and they're ruthless. Let's put it to you like this. If you fell into an enclosure with a lion or a tiger or even out in the wild, it's game over. They don't care about you. And of course, a cat, a small little cat, knows that it can't push you around. But you know somewhere, subconsciously, that if that cat was bigger than you it'd do you in but again i love cats so don't take take all that with a pinch of salt but um um just another thing i wanted to talk about before i head off here tonight and by the way sorry about the late upload here the reason why i'm late is because i traveled to kilkenny warren point and then on to limerick and gotta say Ireland is uh, such a lovely place to travel around. If you get a chance, Ireland, I know I said it like that, but if you get a chance, head up there to Kilkenny to the Marble City, the Cats, the Hurling Masters, the Land of DJ Carey, of Henry Shefflin, and of the Set Theatre. I would head up there to Kilkenny. If you're coming into Ireland and you're listening to this from, let's just say you're from Hawaii or you're from um, Sweden or you're from turkey and you're like "Mm, i might go to ireland where will i go to go to kilkenny for a look it used to be the capital city of ireland back in i believe the 1600s for about nine years and it's a beautiful medieval city full of character full of creative people full of skating um what you call those places skating alleys or skating zones but um and just lovely people great characters lovely pubs very big hurling tradition and i went into Kilkenny, had a great time, lovely food. Then I travelled on to Warren Point, which is in County Down, headed into the Skylight Room, did a bit of stand-up and I want to thank everyone, by the way, for coming along to all the gigs so far. Really do appreciate that too. It's been great to have your support there and I really feel like the more gigs I'm doing, the more I'm getting into the sort of, you know, like that routine. You know, at the beginning, you're kind of like, oh, this feels so strange to be doing this, sir. obviously with lockdown, everyone kind of was a bit like trying to get back into the swing of things, so... I really do support uh, appreciate the support of everyone that's been coming along to the gigs. Thank you so much for that guys uh, For giving the opportunity to to play in all your towns and i I really appreciate it I really do and um traveled on into Limerick and by God, Limerick City is looking lovely these days, but also the towns of Limerick uh, Limerick are lovely Whitegate and Bird Hill. If you've ever been there or you have never been there, I would advise you to head down to Whitegate or as I said Bird Hill. There's a lovely walk there and um, there's a little brochures you can pick up there. Lovely little pubs, quaint pubs, quaint streets, stone walls and the grass is green job. Richard Harris is from Limerick City. It's the third largest city in Ireland. And I was in the People's Park, which was a park that I've never been before um, in Limerick. There are lovely autumn trees and I had delicious food in Limerick as well. I had um, a vegetarian burger with Cajun chips, which, you know, I don't know what they are, to be honest, but I'll tell you one thing. They're tasty chips anyways. So, uh, big shout-out to them. Big shout-out to, i tell you one thing, Limerick. I don't know, it wasn't raining. Now, on the way back, it was lashing rain, and there was a cold yellow, whatever you call it, from Metair, and they were going to go like, get inside, it's too windy. But the day before in Limerick, it was looking absolutely beautiful, and uh, I, I had a great time anyways. And in all those places, and before I head off folks I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been supporting this podcast on uh, Patreon it really does mean a lot to me and everyone that listens to the podcast and please if you get a chance share it around the place let people know about it send me in any questions you want any queries you want to get off your chest please never hesitate to get in touch and also I'd like to thank Golden Bake for their continued support your delicious jam bonds continue to rock my world by the way I came home now tonight from Limerick and I had myself a couple of jam buns and a couple of sausage rolls from Golden Bake. Absolutely delicious. Check them out. They're lovely. And also, I want to give a big shout out to BCR Construction. They're employing people at the moment. They're looking for um, electricians. They're looking for tradespeople. They're looking for plumbers. They're looking for sparkies. All those kind of trades that they're looking for. So get in touch. If you want to know more about that, check out bc orie They also support this podcast and it really means a lot to me. And thank you so much to everyone for listening to this podcast. Hope you have a great weekend. Happy Halloween. Thanks very much for listening. And I'll speak to you very soon. Bye bye.